in five, six, seven, eight. Cut. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the day after Christmas, December 26th, 2020. And we have five official days left of this horrid, terrible year. Does anybody else feel like, you know, can we just hurry up and get it over with? And if you do feel like that, I'm right there with you. I can't wait for this year to be over. But that's not what this episode is going to be about. So today's episode is about presence, pun intended. You know, it's the day after Christmas. Everybody's overall the hype, right, of like all the stuff they got Christmas morning, Mostly this applies to kids now because we all know as adults, you don't even get good presents anymore unless, you know, you have some really good people in your corner. But it's still, it's still the hype though, right? You know, whether you got gift cards, whether you got them socks you didn't really want, you know, or you actually got good gifts this year. It's still hype, right? It's still a present. It's still a thought of someone giving a gift that matters right that makes it all worthwhile and i know that this holiday might have looked a little bit different because not everybody could be with their families this year but you know again it's it's presence right so you know there were definitely other ways to connect this holiday season um and although I had two lost episodes where I talked all about this um, and staying home and the rising case numbers and whatnot, ultimately, you know, these these advances in technology where we can FaceTime or video call or, you know, have a Zoom call with like 50 people on it or whatever where everybody can still be together in some sense, you know, those are always available to you. They're available to you, you know, 24-7, all 12 months out of the year. Um, if you really want to be connected with somebody, if you really want to be able to spend that time, even though everybody is distanced right now, you will find a way to do so. You will find a way to be connected to the people that you want to be connected to. And And I fully understand that there are people who have family members, friends, whatever, that you're, you don't want to be connected to, and there's people that you wish you could forget, and people that you wish you didn't have to spend time around, um, but, you know, boundaries, you know, set your boundaries then, and, and do what's best for you, because the longer that you stay in a sense of presence where you don't feel welcomed, or a sense of presence where you don't feel comfortable with yourself, the harder it's going to be to find any peace in those types of environments. And so you really have to do your best to know your know your surroundings, know the people that you frequent and, you know, make decisions accordingly, I guess. Um, so again, on, you know, on a high note and a hype, right? Um, I'm just going to tell y'all some of the things that I got for Christmas this year. Most of them I bought, which is fine, because um, I'm not really, I'm not really a person that likes to receive gifts. Um, that's not one of my love languages, or at least it's not high 
on my love language list um, as far as how I receive love. Um, I'm much more of a gift giver than a gift receiver. Um, but anyways, here we go. So, and, and y'all are going to think I'm crazy because all this stuff I'm about to list right now is literally stuff that you would not think would be Christmas presents. But they were for me because they were things that I needed. They were things that I wanted. And they were things that are going to have a lot of use for me. Um, and, and they have a lot of practicality. So, on that note, here we go. I bought myself a new can opener. And again, I know you're thinking, what? Do you, what? Like, trust me though, this can opener is the bee's knees, okay? It's a four-in-one can opener. It has a lid opener, a bottle opener, it's the regular can opener and it has like a jar opener thing for like when you can't get lids open it has like a special thing to help you open like hard to open tops um and i know all of y'all have had that experience where you couldn't open something and then you gave it to somebody else and they opened it right away and then you were like oh i loosened it this can opener is basically the loosener part so i got a new can opener because the one that i had was old um but it was also pretty rusted through um so i needed a new one and i was like well all right you know and of course perusing amazon that's what i found i found a four-in-one can opener who knew that there were such things and fun fact it's technically a can opener for elderly people who like don't have the same amount of strength in their arms as they once used to so it's meant to help them do things more easily um around the house but I guarantee you what, it's going to help me as well because my arms are noodles, okay? So I don't have as much strength in my arms as I probably should for a person of my age, but I digress. So that's the can opener. I bought myself a new pair of gloves. And let me tell y'all, these gloves, when I put them on, I felt the difference. You know how you can put on a glove and feel that it's flimsy and then it's not really going to keep your hand warm, but it's a glove, so you're working with it? Yeah, no. These gloves, I feel the difference, okay? My hand feels warm. It feels nice in the glove. I haven't tried them out yet. I haven't been outside um, since I came home from work on Wednesday, but I do have to go outside today, so I'll try them today and see how well they hold up. I also bought myself a new planner, which I'm very, very, very excited about because anybody who knew me back in college, my planner was my life. I did so many things um, that I really did need a planner to keep them all together. And it was just a lovely experience to, to get a planner again and, you know, just to kind of pre-plan all the things I was going to like write down and how I was going to map stuff out in it and all of that. I don't go overboard. I'm not like color coding every month or anything, but it's definitely something that helps me feel more grounded in my, in my everyday life. Um, I like to be organized. I like to be um, kind of situated with certain things and the planner helps with that. So it takes a lot of everyday stress off of my mind because in the event I do forget something, I can just pull out the planner and be like, oh, okay, this is what it was. So if you don't have a planner, if you've never used a planner, 
go get one. It will change your life. I know that some people are like, I can't sit and just write everything down and then I forget where it is or I forget to take it with me. Like, maybe that's one of the things you want to try to, to, to do in this upcoming year is to be more organized, be more, you know, again, present about what's going on around you and just to be aware, you know, of, of how things work, how things function within yourself, within your homes, that sort of thing. So if you don't have a planner and you never used one, go pick one up, go try it. And they have them in all different sizes. So if you're not the person that wants to carry around this big bulky book, that's okay. They have small ones. They have pocket planners. Like I'm telling you, it will change your life. Go get one, use it. Even if you don't use it continuously, try to use it for a week see how it changes your life for a week if you've never used a planner and if you're not the person that wants to carry around a book all your phones have calendars it's the same thing whether it's digital or you write it down on actual paper it's the same thing try to plan your week for one week the next seven days from the day you get that planner try to plan out your next seven days and see how it changes your life i'm telling you next gift was I bought myself some command strips. Again, I know you're in your head like, Kiana, these are not gifts. Like, what are you talking about? It really is. So I bought myself command strips, particular types of command strips, because um, I have a flag that I wanted to use to decorate my room. And originally, I had it taped up on the wall, and I knew that wasn't going to last. I just, in my apartment, you can't put too many holes in the walls. So, and I didn't have other command strips that would work with the fabric of the flag so I was like okay I gotta buy new command strips so I bought the clippy command strips um it's like a clothespin type of command strip but it's a command strip and those came in on Christmas Eve and I put my flag up yesterday morning and I felt so much better um I've been reorganizing my apartment, revamping things, just trying to make the space more mine. Um, Because I noticed that most of the times I am not present um, with much of anything. Um, So I'm I'm about to get real transparent here. Um, I am very, very, very good at detaching from things and being um, not a part of the group or, you know, not, not a part of the circle, as some people would say. And so one of my goals for the upcoming year was to be more intentional about that and to be more present both with myself but also with my environment. And the way that I do that best, the way that feels most comfortable for me is to change my space. Um, And so I decided that before the new year came in, I was going to reorganize my entire apartment I moved some of my furniture around. I, you know, put some things on the wall. It started to actually decorate um, and kind of make the place my own. Um, I've been here for a little over a year now, and I hadn't really, I hadn't really decorated at all. I hadn't really put my signature, you know, touches on anything. Part of that was my fault because I couldn't remember whether or not I could use nails and things like that to put pictures up and and things of that nature. 
Um, so that was my fault. And I didn't really learn any of that information until a few months ago <laughs> because I was dragging my feet on email and management to get some clarification on that. But when I got the clarification that I could pretty much decorate with whatever I wanted, it just couldn't be um, excessive like nail holes. I was like, bet it don't even matter about that because I'm like such a fan of command strips anyway. Um, so I've started to, you know, kind of make my apartment more my own, make it, um, make it more me, make it feel more me. Um, which is funny because you kind of have to know who you are to make a space more you, right? Um, and I'm still working on that. You know, who I am is evolving. It's ever changing. And each day I learn something new about myself. But generally, in the grand scheme of things, from a design perspective, um, I have a very particular vibe that, that I want to go for. Um, and had I not stopped doing art and different things like that when I was younger, I probably would have went to school for interior design because I'm really particular about my spaces. Um, I, I like a space to have a certain type of energy when you walk into a room. And so doing this process and being able to kind of recreate my own space has been really, really, really fun. Um, yes, so that is what I've been doing. I have been kind of shifting my perspective a little bit um, in terms of what my space looks like, the functionality of my space, um, the feeling that I want my space to give off when I come into my home. Um, and so I put the flag up and the flag is above my bed. Um, I will explain what the flag is um, in a different podcast. Um, I don't want to do it right now. Uh, for those of you that know me, you know what the flag is. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, and clearly when COVID is over, if any of you ever, um, people that know me, uh, if you guys ever come to my house, you'll see the flag. Um, but yeah, I'm going to explain what the flag is in a, in a different episode. Um, but I put it up and it feels so good to have my space look the way and that, that I want it to look and, and for it to feel the way that it feels when I walk into the room and, and see the flag every day. Um, so it's been, you know, that, that, that's been something that's been really helpful in grounding me in my everyday. Um, now, I say everyday like I've had it up forever. I literally just put it up like two days ago. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's been hanging up in, in another part of my house. Um, and I had took it down recently because I wanted to hang it up in a different place um, and just hadn't gotten around to it and, and then realized I wouldn't be able to do that without the clips. So, yeah. Flag is up in its designated place now. Um, which, it originally had a different designated place, but I changed it because I wanted to put more photos of friends and things like that because it's a bigger wall. So I decided I was going to use that big wall for pictures. Um, and so I put the flag in a different place. But where it is, I'm glad I picked the place that it is for where it is. I'm going to stop talking about the flag now because I feel like I'm going in circles. But yes, so that was that. I got the clips for the flag. Um, I also got myself a lighter. I don't even think I've ever owned a lighter, honestly, um, ever in my life. But I have one now. Um, and 
I splurged and I got her electric rechargeable lighter. Now again, I know you're in your head going, what are you talking about? This is not a gift. If you've never had an electric rechargeable lighter, you can't come for me. So I didn't even know they existed until a few months ago. One of my friends had told me that they were a thing and I was like, what? So again, perusing Amazon, found one. And it was just like, why haven't lighters always been like this? Like, this changes the mother freaking game. So, basically, the I believe the lighter uses like electric, um, like electromagnetic stuff to generate heat. Is basically like a big ass laser, more or less. Um, but it's small, like it's compact, um, and it has a bendable has a flexible head so you can use it to light you know your grill you can use it to light candles you can use it to light your stove if your pilot's out or whatever um it's it's really handy um i showed it to one of my friends on video chat last night and you know it was pretty nice so i i bought one of those and i bought one of those because um if you follow me on instagram um you'll know that i lit a candle in my apartment for the first time last night and reminder i've been here for over a year and it's the first time i've lit a candle why because i didn't have a lighter so <laughs> so i lit a candle um that i've had for whew, a good while now i wanted at a baby shower and didn't have any way to light it so i just kind of kept it in my house for like visual decor and yesterday I lit it for the first time and I literally let it burn all day because I was like, is this what lighting candles feels like? Because why did it take me so long to buy this lighter? Um, but yeah, I lit a candle for the first time and I'm not like a super candle person, um, but I do like certain scents. And, and so being able to light that candle for the first time yesterday and just having that smell wafting through the house and I made cookies yesterday and just, you know, it, it felt good. It felt good. If you've never lit in a candle in your home, go buy one and try it out. Um, it's, it's a different type of experience. It, it definitely felt really, really, really good to finally be able to actually smell what the candle smells like when it's burning continuously. Um, but also just to have a scent to, associate with the day and you know to just associate with the comfort of you know spending the holiday and you know meshing that with like the smell of cookies fresh baked cookies coming out of the oven and it just smelled homey and it was just a warm feeling and it was nice um so yeah that was that um, now, this other gift I kind of played myself with because I thought I was buying a pillow that had a Q embroidered on it, and no, I bought a pillowcase, which would explain why it was cheaper than I initially thought it should have been. But, you know what, that turned out okay because I got to put a pillow in the pillowcase um, until I buy like a fluffier one because I want it to be a little bit more fluffy but I found a use for it and again anyone who knows me knows that I love things with cues on them because it's very hard to find them 
um, they don't make many things with cues on them. Like if you ever go to a store and see like an alphabet section of something, it has A through P, skips over Q, starts back with R, and keeps going. Um, it's so rude and disrespectful. Like, <laughs> there are plenty of people with Q names in the world, um, and yet we have to suffer. So, <laughs> so whenever I do find things with Qs on them, um, I, I get very uh, excited, and I'm just like, ooh, look, they have a Q, you know? Uh, probably the only place that you're going to find something with a Q on it continuously is like a craft store. Um, but in any case, I got the pillowcase with the Q on it and it looks nice. You know, it matches my aesthetic. It's the same colors. It's like my living room and like the vibe I was going for. So it's really nice. Um, so I have that. Um, I got a secret Santa. I got a couple secret Santa gifts from work, um, which were... I got some like mini stockings with chocolate in them. I got a Moana ornament, which I am in love with. I got my cookie cake, which again, if you follow me on Instagram, um, you'll have seen that. I made that last week, I think. That was so good. Um, and I got a mini back scratcher, which I have yet to like really use, but I'm sure it'll come in handy for something. So, yeah. And then I got some cards from some friends, which was nice. And I'm still waiting on one card, um, because they actually texted me to ask if I had gotten it, and I hadn't. Um, but on that note, has anyone else been getting the notices from the post office that they're, like, behind with mail? Because I swear, they send me one, like, every day. Uh, it's like, I get it. It's the holidays, you're swamped you probably still been swamped since the election it's cool like as long as i get my mail doesn't really matter when it's coming to me um, unless it's a bill or something and in most cases i have like online bill pay so i don't even get bills to my house anymore like it's fine um <laughs> so yeah so those are the things that i had mostly i got myself um i did get some money from a family member which was nice that's always nice um and i did reach out to the like my main family members um like i had i do like this mass text thing every year where like i just kind of text everybody in my phone like oh merry christmas um and so you know i had people texting me back and things like that and that was fun um i say all this to say that i spent the holiday by myself um, not for like, I'm not saying that for pity, I actually enjoyed spending the holiday by myself, um, which I know many people did not, um, but I did, because for the first time in my life, again, I was able to be present with myself, um, I was able to be present with myself during a major holiday, which is usually a time that is built around communion and family and groups of people, you know, and kind of the large gatherings thing, and for a chance, for a chance, for a change, I got the chance to sit with that, and to really sit with the idea of what the holiday meant to me, when I wasn't being kind of told, you know, this is what the holiday means, the holiday means you're supposed to be with family, or the holiday means you're supposed to, you know, have you know go all out with decorations and, and have everybody at your house and, and, and do this and do that 
and it felt good to not have I don't want to call it pressure because it was never pressured to do holidays but like just to not have that stress of like trying to run around and make everything presentable for everyone else like I really just got to just be me just be me in my own space in my own way and I got to have my own holiday tradition or have my own holiday um, routine for the day and that felt really nice um, just to kind of create something separate from you know what what is quote-unquote supposed to be um, I, I got to create my own thing um, and so that was nice and while I did miss you know spending holidays or the holiday with my family um, again I, I know that I have access to them still like I called um, I called my aunt and I got to video chat for a little bit with my little baby cousin that was born last month so you know it it was nice you know I still got to see her my baby cousin um, I got to see my aunt as well <laughs> um, I got to see my baby cousin's dad who is also my cousin and you know I, I got to still be connected in my own way that that suited my needs um, and my boundaries that I had set for myself so it was nice um, so if, if you did struggle with this holiday, I want to give you a word of encouragement to just think about what the holidays mean to you personally, not to anyone else, not to your family, you know, not to the world, like really think about what it is you want for the holiday. If you want to be surrounded by your family and friends, great. If you want to be by yourself, that's okay too. Um, if you only want to be surrounded by, you know, the select few people who know have been down for you since day one, that's okay too. Like, all of our tribes look different, all of our support systems look different, and whoever you need around you for your idea of, you know, holiday and meaning and gratitude and all of that, like, whatever that means to you, that's okay. You do not have to try to cram yourself into some box um, just because everybody else is doing it or everybody else is um, celebrating in a certain way. That doesn't mean that you have to follow suit. You can celebrate in your own way, whether it's big, small, or anywhere in between. You have that choice to make for yourself. Um, I know a lot of people don't really celebrate Christmas um, just because of all of the like religious connotations and whatnot and that's okay too you know and, and honestly I believe there is a way to celebrate Christmas without having a religious aspect to it but if you don't because you feel like that's what you associate it with you associate Christmas with religion that's fine too you know do what is best for you do whatever you feel you need to do to you know get through the day because in essence that's all it is it's another day um and people have enough struggle and stress in their life as it is and then to add the stress of you know socially appropriate holidays is a lot right and especially for this year because so many people didn't have the same amount of resources that they've had in previous years to even make a really good holiday happen or the holiday that they thought should happen happen and so um something that I had continuously tried to say 
in the last two episodes that are now lost um, was just that it is okay if you couldn't make Christmas happen this year for your kids or your family or whoever it was you were going to have at your house. That's okay, okay? This year was a fucking dumpster fire, okay? So if you could not buy things this year the way that you normally did, that's fine. Do not let anybody guilt you for that. They don't know your situation. Like, just let it be, you know? If you are still alive or, you know, you're fighting every day to just be okay, if you are waking up every morning and making the effort to get out of bed, if you are not making the effort to get out of bed and all you do is sit up, rub your eyes and lay back down, like, that's okay. You know, this year was a lot for everybody and it's not over yet. You know, we still, we still have five days left and however you need to get through these last five days is however you need to get through these last five days. Um, don't put any excess pressure on yourself to give more than what you have because we've all lost a lot of things this year and like you know knowing 2020 like we're probably going to lose something else before the year ends because it's fucking 2020 and you know just when we thought it was over something else pops up but do your best you know, do your best to stay grounded and, and again, stay present. You know, if all you can do to stay present is to play with your dog or a cat or whatever animal you have and you just hang out and watch cartoons all day long or you watch anime or you watch TV, Netflix, Hulu, whatever you got and that's all you do day in and day out because that's all you can do, that's all the energy you have, do it. If, if that's what's keeping you sane, if that's what's keeping you, you know, pushing for one more day, do it. Like, you, you have my permission. Go ahead and do it. Because I would rather see people doing those little things that they know help them get through the day. Whether it's eating your favorite meal or, you know, spending time with your kids, spending time with your animals, whatever it is. Do what you gotta do, you know. Um... Again, don't don't let anything major fall by the wayside if you can help it, but take breaks when you need to because it's been a long year and the last five days will probably be the longest five days <laughs> that we have ever experienced. Um, that being said, being present also requires a minimal level of staying informed, right? Because if you're present about your surroundings um you you have to you have to have a minimal awareness of what's going on around you and so you know big topic is this stimulus bill that is supposed to be getting rolled out right um we all know six hundred dollars is not enough for anyone uh, for much of anything but we also know that there are people who are living each year on less um, that's not to say that it's right, but the poverty line is very low. Um, and each year, as the cost of inflation goes up, the poverty line goes down. So, that means that every year that things get more expensive, the number 
that would qualify you to be poor goes down. So, for example, in 1993, I'm just throwing out random years, and it's the year I was born, so it's in my head. But in the year 1993, the poverty line might have been at 15000 which means that anyone or any household that made $15,000 or less would have been considered poor. Now, with the cost of inflation, we are now in 2020, right? So let's say that today, 15000 is no longer considered poor. Maybe now, if, you, if your household makes less than $10,000, you're considered poor. So now $15,000 back then would have qualified you for a bunch of services and things like that based on the poverty line, whereas today they would not. So, and I remember having this thought process because I never qualified for reduced lunch, not once, not once. And it was because my mom, as a single parent, made more than whatever the threshold was for people to qualify for reduced lunch, like for your reduced lunch, which again, my mom was a single mom and she made more than the required amount. So literally it was a one parent household with one income and she made more than whatever that threshold was. Which as a kid, that kind of shakes you up, right? Because you are being told one thing by the system that you don't, <laughs> you're, you're not doing bad enough but your daily life experience might be something different where, you know, you can't have name brand clothes or you can't get certain things that you need because you know that you're in a single parent household and there is only one income to work off of, right? Um, and that's not to say that, that's not to say that all single parent households are like that. But from my experience, it was very interesting to see how systematic uh, barriers played a role there. Because again, there are plenty of people who look like they have it all together, right? Um, but when they go home, it's something different behind closed doors. And so you have to, and pl plenty of people can look well off on paper, right? Um, but their reality is something completely different. You know. A business owner can have on paper that they made a million dollars in profits that year. But in actuality, when you break that down, um, you know, what they have left over after they pay all their bills, pay all their employees, pay for all the systems and things that they use to keep their business going, eh, you know, they don't, it, it's not, it's not going to be a million dollars. Um, it's going to be a much lower number. And so, again, being present and being aware, um, you have to be informed to a certain degree. Um, some people like to be all the way informed. Some people like to be a little informed. Some people like to be somewhere in the middle. Um, there was, I did see someone who posted, quote unquote, pieces of the stimulus bill because they were making a claim that 
the COVID relief was like an add-on to all this other stuff that was actually in the bill. Um, I don't know how true that claim was, but, you know, it, it, at this point, we all know the government is corrupt. Um, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really matter at this point. The fact that we are getting any help at all is a, a miracle in my eyes. Um, and, and this whole Trump is planning to, or Trump did say that he was not going to sign the bill until Congress was able to come up with the $2,000 for everyone instead of the 600 and Nancy Pelosi making her big grand gesture of, I'm ready to do the 2000 let's talk about it, let's have a meeting. And it's like, okay, first off, even if we get the $2,000, if you guys really want to hash that out, if we get the $2,000, it's still only a one-time payment of $2,000, whereas some of these other countries, like Canada... France, like all places that are not the U.S. have been monthly paying their people 2k or close you know close to it plus or minus and so you're you're you know you're trying to use whatever little presidential power you have left to harp on the fact that it's not a 2k payment when it's a one-time 2k payment and this one-time 2k payment is not going to help everybody that's either a already lost their homes b are currently being evicted and c lost their jobs and still haven't found a new one yet yeah getting 2k is really going to help some people pull it out of the bag especially when you think about how many of these people have children now that is another part of the bill so you know all the individuals get the 600 dollars and I believe this time around, it's 600 per child. Um, I think it was 500 per child before when we had the, the 1200 payment. Don't quote me on that, though. I don't remember the numbers offhand. Um, but even still, the people who have multiple children um, and will get, you know, their individual payment of 600 plus whatever payments they get for their children, don't come for those people, okay? Don't judge what those people are doing with their money because... Whether they have five kids or one, that's not the issue. The issue is that they're a parent and they're dealing with things that you, as a person who doesn't have any kids, will never understand, okay? Like, money-wise. If you've never spent money on a child or you've never had to buy things like diapers, wipes, pull-ups, clothes, bibs, all of that, don't judge somebody who has more than one kid who may get a little bit more money than you this time around, okay? Like... Whatever choices they made as to how they have, whatever number of kids they have, those were their choices. Let them be. Like, what they're going to do is hopefully use that money to take care of themselves and their kids, okay? Like, don't, don't, don't be that person, okay? Just don't be that person. If you have one kid and somebody else you know has three kids and you're mad because they got a bigger check, just let it be. Let it be. Like, if you really want to be helpful, ask them if they still need anything after they buy all their stuff. Like, because I guarantee you, even the parents that get multiple checks for their multiple kids will still need things at the end of that. Because money is a commodity, and it blows through so fast, and you don't realize 
that people cannot make ends meet anywhere doing much of anything, especially now. So don't be that person. Do not be the person that makes somebody else feel like shit because they're doing what they need to do to keep their family provided for and cared for. Okay? Be better human beings, people. Be better. This whole year was a shit show. The very least you can do is be better at the end of it. Just be better. If this year taught us nothing, is that when people really want to support other people, we can come together and do so. All those Black Lives Matter protests, people came together. There's a whole section of TikTok right now where it's just white allies calling out all the crazy. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it because people are coming together. People are taking care of each other in a way that I've never seen before. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful because for every person out there who wants to spew hate and disrespect and they want to come out of pocket about various things, there are that much more, that many more people. None of that sounded grammatically correct. As an English major, my soul is turning over and over. But you get what I'm saying. For every person that wants to spew hate, there are three people who want to spew positivity. Okay? So just be a better person this year. Okay? You got five days left. You got five days left. Be a better person. Do one nice thing. Do one kind thing for somebody for the rest of these five days. And I guarantee you, your life will change. Your life will change. You'll feel better. The other person will feel better. And maybe you'll inspire them to either give that kindness back to you or they'll pass it on to somebody else. But that is definitely what we need in the end of 2020. We need more kindness, period. That's just what it is. It's just what it is. So, uh, again, going back to this Trump thing about him saying, you know, give us more money. Like, first off, you've been hiding this whole time. Like... Until this this bill thing came out, I didn't even know where you were, bruh. Like, you have been making the transition so difficult. Um, it and this is like your this is probably your last ditch attempt effort to make everybody be on your side. Like, oh, he got us two thousand dollars again. It's a one time payment of two thousand dollars, and then how long are we gonna have to wait for them to deliberate about giving us more money if this thing continues to go on? Now, yes, the vaccine is out. Yes, they're testing, but it's a t- it's a testing process. Like, basically, we are all part of a clinical trial right now. More or less. More or less. Now, to all my medical professionals, if you've had the vaccine already and you know that it's fine, please send us that info. Just just let us know, okay? Because black people have a long history of not dealing with vaccines and different things like that. That's a whole nother episode, though. But if any medical professionals want to hop on that episode, please reach out to me. Um... But yeah, if you're a medical professional and you've had the vaccine, bruh, just give us the thumbs up, okay? Give us the thumbs up so that we can all feel comfortable. But right now, in my mind, we're still part of clinical trials. It it may be FDA approved right now, but we're still part of clinical trials. And if anybody knows anything about the FDA, there's still a certain level of, like, it's going to kill you shit in all the stuff that's FDA approved. It's just a low level. Like FDA approved just means that it's safe, safer 
for human consumption or human use. It does not mean that there isn't anything in there that's going that's going to hurt you. It just means that it's at a level where it's not going to be impactful. Go Google it. Go Google it. But I wanted to end this episode on a positive note, right? Again, being a better human, being more intentional, being more aware, being more mindful about how things are going. You know, have daily check-ins with yourself. You know, how am I feeling today? What's going on? You know, did, did I spend the whole day, like, you know, up on cloud nine in my head overthinking things? Um, just have those check-ins, you know, really kind of, you know, ask yourself those questions about how you're doing. And if the answers that you find are not, you know, the answers that you were expecting, then maybe you need to take some time out for self-care. And this last little bit here, I'm just going to explain some ways that you can have some self-care time for yourself and and be a part of some self-care techniques. So, um, some of the grounding techniques that I like to use um, are mindfulness, right, which is incorporated to other things. So, if you are a yoga person, mindfulness is completely um, rooted into the practice of yoga. So, you can use yoga, um, you can use meditation, just like daily meditation, you can use progressive muscle relaxation. If you don't know what that is, essentially all it is is tensing up your body um, and then releasing. And you can do it by parts. So you can go from the top down, you can go from the bottom up. Um, but basically what it is is you just kind of tense your body and then you just release. And you can pair it with deep breathing, which is another good grounding exercise. My favorite though probably is the 54321 method. And basically what it is, is it incorporates all five of your senses and it allows you to ground yourself back into the moment that you're in, i.e. giving you the ability to be present fully where you are. Um, and so you can Google, you know, grounding techniques, you can Google coping skills, you can Google um, how to be present and probably a lot of these things will come up. And I just want to say, if you really, again, we've got five days left, do something for yourself. You know, if you haven't done anything for yourself this whole year and you've been so busy, worried about taking care of everybody else and making sure everybody else doesn't fall apart, do something for you now in these last five days so that you don't fall apart. You know, do something that is going to hold you together. And so take that self-care time and really just love on yourself and it's okay to do that you know a lot of us we do spend so much of our time taking care of others but it's okay to take care of yourself too and so just be intentional be aware be mindful and you know again stay informed if watching the news is too much for you turn it off you know tell yourself okay I'm gonna watch this for 15 minutes and then if it's not going well after 15 minutes I'm gonna turn it off because you have to protect your energy and everything that you do, everything that you intake um, is, is energy. And so if you're watching news about people dying all day long, that's not going to be good energy that you're putting in your body. So break it up, you know, watch it in spurts, watch it in chunks, maybe throw in a cartoon or a movie, you know, a happy movie in between there so that you kind of, your body gets a break from all the bad stuff 
that's happened or is happening currently in this year. Um, and again, just be mindful. Be mindful of what's going on around you. Be mindful of your energy that you're giving off. Be mindful of other people's energy that you might be taking in. And, you know, just just find, find what works for you and stick with it. Um, and as always, if it's helping, keep doing it. And if it's not helping, stop. Find something else to do. Um, because you have that choice. You know, this is your life and you make those choices and nobody can write your story so on that note i'm gonna say have a great rest of your christmas weekend you guys because we've got five days left and who knows what this last five days is going to bring but gear up because we need to be prepared and i hope you guys continue to have a wonderful wonderful holiday um stay home i I don't i I really don't want to see any of you have a new year's party so stay home okay they make so many options for you to connect with people distantly again zoom skype facebook messenger whatever you want to use use it but stay home in the process okay love you take care of yourself don't stress yourself out it's gonna be okay